commence primary ignition. up all of you Ugnots and jawas out there and welcome back to yet again another episode of mando talk i am your host as always caleb keller and joining me this week he is back to talk about some star wars with me unfortunately dj was not able to be here so zach was zach horvath by the way zach horvath is here was so kind enough to be able to come on with me and talk star wars i can't wait zach what's up Let's go. What's up? Uh, thank you so much for having me back. So happy to be back. Uh, shout out DJ. Uh, I'll take you. I'll take you place for a second. You know, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll I'll be back up. Um, and I'm so happy to be here. So excited to talk. Uh, we got a lot of good stuff to talk about, right? Dude, we got so many, so many good, solid, solid news pieces, as I like to say, to discuss. Yeah. And of course, you know, because everybody that, that has been a longtime listener, you know, that Zach kind of went off to do video game nightcap, which he's got yeah. some great content on that YouTube channel for, yeah. for those of you that are video game diehards out there. Check that out. He went to do that. So, of course, we got some video game discussion because, you know, we got Lego Star Wars, uh, Skywalker Saga that's out. I got to get his review. We'll get to that eventually. And also, you know, celebrations coming around and we've got the massive sequel of jedi fallen order that's supposed to be getting some form of announcement teaser who knows poster we'll see we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to that discussion so news pieces video game talk we got a lot of stuff to cover this week and i, I can't wait to do it and as always we, me and dj continue to talk about this zach you do a great job as far as giving us perspective that maybe us diehard Star Wars fans get way too in the nitty gritty with. Yeah, yeah. So I can't wait to hear your thoughts on some of these news pieces. And also, I think we're going to have an opportunity to get your thoughts on some things that have come out in Star Wars since we last spoke about Star Wars. Yeah. It's been a minute. I mean, I know we did our Spider-Man No Way Home spoiler discussion, but I don't think we've talked Star Wars since you left the show. Right. No, I don't I don't think so. Uh, yeah, no, that's why I was excited to come back because uh, we're talking while. Star Wars. It's been, yeah. a, it's been a long time. It's been <laughs> been months and months, man. Yeah. So. But of course, you know, me and Zach are always hitting each other up with Marvel. I mean, Moon Knight. We're talking about oh, that. We're talking Star Wars, too. Like, that, you yeah, know. we're talking Star Wars, too, of course. Of I course. mean, it, it's just glad to have you here on the mic because it's like I said, great conversations always flow. So I'm ready to get into these conversations. And by the way, if you check us out here live again, as always, drop your thoughts on these news pieces and anything in the live chat, and we will discuss it here on air and appreciate everybody that doesn't listen to us live. Appreciate you listening to us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. But with all of that said, let's get into it. First news piece. We got some television news. This one I'm assuming Zach might be very excited with as far as his connections to something else. Peter Ramsey, one of the directors attached to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, will make his live action directorial debut with at least one episode in Ahsoka. Now, the source on this is The Hollywood Reporter. So as we always like to say with The Hollywood Reporter, this is legit. 
uh, expect this to absolutely come to fruition. Ramsey will be one of the directors in this article. Hollywood Reporter explains that he's going to be one of the directors, not necessarily the only one. So first impressions, I mean, I love Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Connecting back to our No Way Home discussion, maybe I don't love it as much as Zach does. I think Zach said it was potentially like his favorite Spider-Man story of all time. So when you hear this news, Zach, just overall impressions, Peter Ramsey being on board with Ahsoka. How do you feel about that? Obviously, great news, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Gets me very, very excited. Um, As you said, Into the Spider-Verse, I don't know. So I'm actually getting my No Way Home copy tomorrow uh, because it just came out. I had to get that physical. I'm old. Uh, Don't blame me. Don't blame me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So um, it Into the Spider-Verse is so good. And whether it's number one or not, it is so well-directed and so well uh, concocted in terms of what they do in the film. Um, so it makes me so happy to hear he's going to be at least one episode. I thought that was interesting, right? At least one mm-hmm. episode. Uh, be happy to hear that he does more. But uh, overall, great to hear they're pulling in talent, especially other talent like Mandalorian. They've kind of had this like group that they've mm-hmm. stuck to. I'm happy to hear they're bringing in other people because. You hear it all the time. People say Star Wars did this for me or Star Wars got me started in this. And so all of these creators are chomping at the bit to get into Star Wars. And if you bring in talent like this, I'm sure he has a large history loving Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And then you get him on Ahsoka, which everyone already loves. And um, man, it just seems like a good a good feel. I don't know how else to explain it. We'll see what yeah. you can do, though. What no, do you think? I, I certainly feel that. And something else that kind of hit me was how Dave Filoni had his entire career focused in on animation. And of course, this is going to be this is going to be mainly produced by Dave Filoni. Ahsoka is Dave Filoni's character. You better believe he is going to be standing behind the camera with like a nerf gun like absolutely watching. like you you better do this right this, this is my girl this is my that's girl right. that's right <laughs> but yeah it's cool to see the connections as far as these two talents peter ramsey this is his first live action directorial debut dave filoni made his first live action directorial debut in the mandalorian so maybe it's one of those situations where dave filoni's kind of starting to become the the teacher, if you will, to somebody else that's kind of in a similar situation, because obviously Filoni's got an incredible animation background. But of course, with Filoni in mind, this is, to my knowledge, at least, this is the first known episode featuring live action Ahsoka Tano that Dave Filoni will not be directing. And I just found that interesting because in a sense, like that's great for me because I love having someone else give their take on this incredible character. But I've also loved the sense that every time Ahsoka pops up, it's clearly Dave Filoni's direction and purpose. So it's like 50-50. But of course, like you alluded to, I think Filoni will be right there at his hip you pocket believe it. saying, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. that. She so, would do so this. On. She would do that. Blah, blah, blah. But um, overall, I'm, I'm also, I like the point you made about Filoni kind of, you know, molding the other creators doing what he's doing because i do think there's a huge difference in animation and live action Mm -hmm. Uh, not that there i mean i almost like animation sometimes way more than live action because Mm -hmm. of the things you can do with it and i think into the spider-verse perfect example you can't make that movie um in live action 100 percent. you can't 
with all the they're they're like changing frame rates and stuff to make people look different in the in the into the spider verse and all of that stuff is what i'm talking about when it gets me excited to see him move to live action with star wars in ahsoka um all of that's good and then you, like you said you got papa dave over there looking at you which is probably really nerve-wracking but he ain't gonna let his baby go go down right so yeah um i Overall, super excited about this entire story. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I can't wait to hear more directorial announcements because I think I think they'll pull more. Now, I still do believe Filoni will direct the most episodes, kind of like how Favreau has written at least the most. Filoni's going to be the Filoni main guy. show running this. I believe he is. I know he is at least he's at least the executive producer of it. Sure. So, of course, he's he's probably going to be the showrunner as well. And I see RFB has joined us in the chat. What's up? Howdy. Glad that you're here. Uh, But yeah, I'm extremely excited for Ahsoka. This news got me even more so excited. And Star Wars Newsnet is reporting that filming on Ahsoka begins this month. So, hey, the story is written. And also today. This is something that wasn't able to make the the news, the the mm-hmm. notes that I made, and, and we'll probably discuss it next week a little bit more. Ahsoka News Today, Bryce Dallas Howard was speaking and saying, oh, yeah. that, hey, if you love the Clone Wars, you're going to love Ahsoka because there's just these great, I guess, connections or feels or something. I don't know. But hearing that, seeing that, I can't wait to uh, see Ahsoka because of the things that we keep hearing. I'm, so, I'm glad hey. you brought up that uh, the Bryce Dallas Howard thing because I saw yeah. that and I was like, interesting. You got she didn't have to say it? that. All right. She didn't have to say that. So the fact she did is cool. And on on Wikipedia, the only writer we know of is Dave Filoni at this point, mm. um, which I don't know if that'll be the case when they come out and announce things. But currently it just says him. Yeah, yeah. And and RFB here says there were things John wanted to do in season one of Mando. Dave said not like that. Exactly. Yeah. Dave, Dave has always been that guy yeah. kind of in the background. He gets it. He just well, that's gets why it. he's the creative blah, blah, blah term. They come up with him. Yeah, that because, new title. Yeah. Yeah. The captain <laughs> of the ship, as I always say, they needed a captain of the ship. I think they've gave that to Dave and look at the Star Wars we've been getting. So, yeah, it's been come good. On, baby. Come it's on. been good. All right. Well, listen, you let us know what you think of Filoni not being the only director. Of course, now we have Peter Ramsey, one of the directors that was with Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse directing Ahsoka. Let us know what you think of that news, either in the comments, live chat or over on Discord. Link in the description. All right. Next news piece. This one caused some uh, Internet frenzy there for a minute on the Rich Eisen show. Giancarlo Esposito said the Mandalorian season three would be coming this summer. Now, I did I did everyone a favor. Go follow Mando Talk at Mando Talk on Twitter. I pulled that clip, posted it out there. I I loved actually hearing what he had to say. I think he misspoke. I don't think this thing is actually going to be coming in the summer. We've been hearing about how this is going to be coming in that, you know, Mandalorian Boba Fett gap and we haven't heard anything to indicate that it's going to be otherwise now speculation one of the things i said on twitter was i mean is could there be a switcheroo between and andor and mandalorian season three i find that highly unlikely i'm leaning toward giancarlo esposito just misspoke what were your thoughts when you saw this pop up on on your twitter feed first i i was like what <laughs> exactly <laughs> um say say what now um but i agree i think he misspoke yeah i think he meant next summer 
Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Next summer. Next summer. I about, I about, I about choked on my drink there. What? <laughs> I, I don't know. I honestly don't know what he, what he meant. Um, but I, I hope he didn't mean next summer. But why would he say would be coming this summer? Yeah, that's weird. Well, I'm weird. trying to figure out if he did misspeak, what did he in his mind think that he was trying to mm. cover up, right? Like, oh, yeah, it would be coming this summer. Did he think it was talking about Obi-Wan or talking about Andor? Like, maybe, I he, mean, maybe that's just how out of the loop Lucasfilm keeps their talent so they don't spoil stuff. I don't know. May, has that's he a, filmed that's a possibility? Maybe he's filming he, in the summer. He, he was saying on the show that he had shot some stuff, but he was fixing to soon have to go back and wrap some things up. So, I mean, he could have tried to have been saying this, this as in me doing some more work on it is coming this summer. That, that's that's how I initially read it. When I saw it on Twitter, I initially read it as he's going back for like reshoots or something this mm-hmm. summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, we I was digging into the notes and reading online and i was like oh all right all right wait wait wait. coming this summer like i don't know i don't think it's a good move either i yeah. it's not in the notes here but i want your opinion i don't i don't think that would be a good move don't do that no i don't think it'd be a good move even either. if it was possible 100%. don't do it like even if it was ready let obi-wan breathe you're gonna yeah. this this obi-wan the, the trailer all right we haven't talked oh, about i haven't yeah, got yeah. to talk Let's about any of this yet all right <laughs> The Obi-Wan stuff has brought everyone together for the first time in since Force Awakens and maybe even maybe even bigger than Force Awakens, to be honest with you, Um, because I know Force Awakens came out. Oh, it's a copy, blah, blah, blah. All right. Nobody's I did not see one person complaining about the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer as they shouldn't, because it's almost perfect. Okay, (laughs) it is almost perfect. It's so good. Um, and, uh, RFB says, uh, Mando season three just started filming or just finished filming post-productions in a couple months to finish. Not likely Vestman bulletin still says season three comes into this year. I, I saw that. I appreciate the, uh, info cause it's a good point. I think it should be end of the year. Yeah. Why would you mess with that staple at this point? Right. Mm-hmm. Because, um, jumping on the different star Wars things I missed so obi-wan kenobi trailer incredible all right Mm -hmm. i got chills i immediately texted keller and was like (laughs) have you seen this yet and he's like no i hadn't watched it and i was like all right just let me know what you think and (laughs) i was like basically weeping and i knew he had to be basically weeping watching this when duel the fates comes out oh Oh, gosh it's incredible it it was just like good oh this is good and then they drop it and, and then you see um you see luke and then, oh, oh, God, dude. And then that, and then, oh, yeah. it just made me, I watched it like 400 times. So incredible. Oh, 100%, absolutely. <laughs> Can't wait for that trailer. And then um, talking about the the December time slot there, Book of Boba Fett. Mm. I haven't got to talk about that either. And that was in the notes. This is an opportunity for you to talk about Book of Boba Fett since we're talking Mandoverse. What, yep. what were your thoughts? <laughs> yep. Uh, j- yeah. So if you're listening, <laughs> we're jumping away from the Giancarlo stuff. We're going to get into my thoughts of this. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Book of Boba Fett is an interesting dynamic for me um, because overall, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it. Didn't definitely didn't hate it. Um, I thought it was good is what I would say. 
mm-hmm. thought it was good. It had very great moments, but overall, I thought it was good. Maybe almost fine, but I think fine is too light for me. I'd go mm-hmm. good if we're rating it. Uh, overall, like I said, I thought the characters were cool. Book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett kind of sucked. Yeah. Let's yeah. just let's just call it what it is. And he su- he didn't suck as a character. He mm. sucked because they didn't have anything for him to do. Mm. He just was there and he'd walk around and say some stuff. And then that was it. I wanted to see this gangster stuff they were selling us on. And mm. we got like moments of it. But then it was Finnick doing all the gangster stuff. She was which the was cool, which was awesome. I mean, I love 100 percent. She was amazing. It was it was amazing watching her work. Mm-hmm. And I guess you're you're you know, you could say he's the mob boss. She is the, you know, worker aunt who does all the work. But I just uh, overall, the Boba Fettness of it was kind of lacking for me. Mm-hmm. But of course, you get Mando 2.5. Yeah, and do. it is some of the best Star Wars that's ever been put to film. Uh, puts it on the screen it yeah. is yeah and that's why i'm so jaded on it because can you imagine if we got this book of boba fett what we thought it was going to be in mm-hmm. boba fett being boba fett the ba we know him to be it mm-hmm. like in the episode of mandalorian i felt like we never got that that same person I could see that. I, I feel like maybe I, we got glimpses of it finally in the finale when him and Din Djarin were kind of wrecking shop with each other, sort of. But still, it, close. I, I got to the point where not like, I don't mm. know if I've said this on the show, but I know I've said it to a lot of people that I, just casual conversations when they ask me about Boba Fett. At the end of the day, the book of Boba Fett made me not care as much as Boba Fett. I care as much about Boba Bingo. Fett. Which, Bingo. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's Which hindsight, not, like what I didn't that's want. That's not a good that, goal. That's, that's not, not a good, good thing. <laughs> not a good thing. And Connor Craft says, hello there. Hello I can't there. do it. I can't do it. So you don't want yeah, me to do it. Know. But hello. Um, welcome in. Yeah. So we're talking about my impressions of Book of Boba Fett. If you're just jumping in. I, it made me not like Boba Fett as much, which sucks. But my God, it made me like Mando even more. Yeah, it was great. I, I mean, and, and it did get me excited for this Mandalorian season three that, of course, we're talking about with this of Gene course, Carlos Benito of stuff. Of course, I just. Man, but again, I, like some of that, some of that stuff that I thought we were getting in season three, we got here. It was yeah, just, and, it was just kind of weird. It was and I don't understand <laughs> the idea. I don't understand why they would do that, because if I if I'm watching with Taylor, who knows nothing, my wife, she mm-hmm. knows nothing. And we didn't watch Book of Boba Fett. We jump into season three. And we're like, Are they going to the do heck? like a, a little flashback thing where you're going to see Luke and you're going to get all this stuff? And I think you're so. going to be like, what what did I miss? Yeah, I think they're going to have to do like a previously thing to open season three yeah, and mean, not yeah. only have season two content from the Mandalorian in it, but Book of Boba Fett. And content. that sucks because that stuff, those moments were incredible. They are incredible. Mm-hmm. It just, man, it, it gets me upset because. Like I said, the story as a cohesive story, okay for me. Mm. But the pieces were incredible. Yeah, we they saw were. Luke and the freaking animation on his face, dude. It There's some moments <laughs> it looks like freaking Luke out there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Especially compared to um, 
what we saw of him in season two. Yeah, in season in season two. Yeah, like that deep fake stuff is scary <laughs> and it's crazy. Yeah, um, but but all of that was so well done. And then the Mando stuff himself, where he's fighting and he's like, you know, he's with the people that are left, and mm-hmm. then he fights the one guy who is actually John Favreau, I believe, right? Voiced by yes, John yes, Favreau. Yes, you're correct. Fights right. him. Yes. That stuff was amazing. And then now he's like an outcast because he took his helmet off. Ah. All of that was good. Book of Boba Fett. Spoilers. We didn't say that, but uh, you can watch it. All right. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and overall, just to sum it up um, on the notes here, we talk about has it impacted my enthusiasm for Mando season two? I mean, it has made it go through the roof for the Mando stuff. Do I want any sort of Book of Boba Fett season two? No, 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 no. Let that die off. We don't need that. Um, unfortunately, man, because <laughs> going into this, it's like, ah, this, we could, this could be so cool. Yeah. But they brought in Mando and they made it about Mando, mm. which sucks for Boba Fett. It does. It, and well, and see, that's where I might differ a little as far okay. as not wanting a season two. Maybe they've gotten to the point where Boba is now fully established there in Tatooine. We can get more of that gangster stuff, but. I mean, I, I see your perspective of it, though. I, I just and again, but it goes back to what we talked about. I don't even care. Yeah, that's, I, I mean, that's fair. If you have that take, that's 100 percent fair. No, 100%. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong either. I'm saying like personally, I don't care what he's doing on Tatooine at this point. Mm. They gave mm. me no reason to care. I still want that Crimson Dawn connection, man. <laughs> well, why didn't they do it? What yeah. it's dangling in front of them, man. Well, I, I think RFB has kind of told us before that they they've transitioned to Crimson Dawn is fully in just comics, which okay, I guess that's fine. No, but dumb, that's dumb. It. You can still do it. You it's Star Wars. In. Use all your media, man. I've always I've said that since the beginning. Use your video games, comics, books. Make it all mesh together in a way. And it's hard to do easier said than done, but make it where I want to go read the books in the mm-hmm. comics, but I still get value in the stuff. I like TV shows and games, right? Yeah. Like, That's um, a good take. ah, uh, RFB says, oh, shucks. I like the book of Boba Fett for what it told us. Yeah. I mean, and that's yeah. fair. Completely Absolutely. fair. Uh, and, and I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. Like the, the stuff in there is good. It's just the overall, like I wasn't excited for the next mm week the next episode i was just like all right book of boba fett's on maybe to be good maybe to be boring i don't know i mean I got, pre- I got pretty stoked whenever we heard I was, that mandalorian i was just music. about to say that <laughs> the back half or back couple episodes it changed because it was mandalorian season 2.5 yeah. it wasn't even book of boba fett we got it literally an entire episode of din Djarin, which was so good i wish it was it good was- I wish it was in season three so that that would be the package. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that and the Luke and the, and the Grogu stuff would be in season three. So we could say, my God, season three was incredible. We got Talk about that. a start to season three. That That's what been. I'm saying. And now we have to say, well, the back end of Book of Boba Fett was good. And now season three is good. I don't know. That rubs me the wrong way. Mm. Uh, sorry, I got kids yelling, but um, it, it's. <laughs> Yeah, they're trying to tell good. you, look, Dad, the book of Boba Fett was good. Yeah. Hey, Avery, it, it was okay. Nah. She, she's actually, uh, she's starting to get into Star Wars, too. That's um, awesome. And it's because it it's because of Lego, the game. And we'll we'll get there later. But nice. 
I'll just tell you about that. Nice. Thing. Overall, Book of Boba Fett, good. <laughs> and uh, I am excited for season three. I'm yeah. so excited. The more I hear about it, the more Giancarlo Esposito wants to talk, even if he's saying things that aren't necessarily correct. Keep bringing it, Giancarlo. Tell me what yeah. you want to tell me about season three. And on the flip side of the wait. coin that I've been preaching here for five minutes or ten minutes, <laughs> um, I if if that's a, a sneak peek of what season three is going to look like, oh, my, we're oh. going to get the best Star Wars ever. Like, yeah. the, the best Star Wars content of all time, if that's just a little sneak of what they have for us. So, well, I mean, I'm excited. Long, they just bring Bryce Dallas Howard back. I mean, she's got it going. Oh, she, she gets she's it. So good. She's, she's good. so she good. She's it. got the eye, man. <laughs> she that episode, she did. She did the Mando only episode, correct? She yes, she did the fully Dinjarin. And it was completely the vibes were so Star Wars but they were so Mandalorian. And I mean that in the best way possible. Like you immediately knew this was Din Djarin's story in this, in this episode. I don't yeah. know how, like you can't put your finger on what she did, but just the, the camera movements and the angles and, and what they had him doing. She is so good. I want her to touch all the Star Wars things, <laughs> TV yeah. and movie. Give her a movie. Hey, man. Give, well, hey that's fair. I was going to say give her a show, too. I mean, oh, give her a show. Let her either show or. run freaking Ahsoka or or something. I don't know. Uh, just let her let her be in. How the about Star uh, let her do uh, the Rangers? If they decide to do that, if they decide to sure. rework that show, give it to to Bryce Dallas Howard because Filoni's got a show run Ahsoka 100 percent. It's got to be Shoot. him or, or no one. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're right. Uh, RFB says run and publishing. Uh, won't let won't let storytellers cross over in another way to tell the story. If it's in the comics, it's there from start to finish. That is so interesting to me. Yeah, I would have to read into that. Is that I, I, I need to I read into that. I don't I know. Read into that. I will. I'll I'll take your word for it for now. I if that's the case, again, dumb. I don't. <laughs> I hope that's not the case. Because Fair you have, <laughs> you have Star Wars, man. Yeah. You have the biggest, most delicious sandbox in the history of franchises, maybe besides Pokemon, but that's debatable. <laughs> uh, and you, you're gonna let them stay in a lane? I, I don't, I don't know. Seems dumb. Hey, I, I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe. It, it, I need to read into that. It's for probably sure. right because it is dumb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, guys, you let us know what you think of Giancarlo Esposito. You let us know what you think of. The Book of Boba Fett. If you still got some thoughts on that, I would love to hear it. And where is your excitement level at for The Mandalorian Season 3? Does Giancarlo Esposito seemingly misspeaking get you more excited? Where are you at? Let us know wherever you can let us know. All right. Next news piece. Star Wars Visions will reportedly have a second season releasing in the fall of 2022. The source on this is Cinelinks. According to this report, the second season has been in development since September, which I believe I've kind of been reading here, there, everywhere a little bit, really ever since then. Additionally, the second season is expected to continue the story of some season one episodes featuring the same studios, while some new studios will be joining the lineup as well uh details regarding visions are expected at star wars celebration anaheim 2022 i mean i would certainly say that if this thing is really and truly releasing in the fall of 2022 they gotta make an announcement a celebration because i mean we're we're coming up close to that window where you gotta know that this is coming as far as just like shareholders and and things like that go uh, so this is exciting for me i loved i would say about 
70% of Star Wars visions. I enjoyed about 70% of the first season. Some of the episodes were kind of just not my style, which I, I think you can probably see that with a lot of people. A lot of people have their favorites, then kind of like their middle tier. And then like some that were just like, eh, they're there. Uh, again, visions is one of those things that Zach, you weren't on the show for when that thing finally dropped. Uh, so w- what do you think about it getting a second season? And what are your just overall impressions on visions as a whole? Yeah, so DJ, uh, what up, DJ Foster in the chat? DJ he Foster, said, what's up, man? He, he says visions, <laughs> and that's exactly what I thought uh, when I read this because I loved Star Wars Visions. Let's go, let's go, it, dude! It was so refreshing. Mm. I, I, I honestly couldn't believe that Star Wars and Lucasfilm had had let this happen. Mm-hmm. I felt like it's one of those things you see on YouTube that people just do and then they take it down because the company is like, no, that's what this felt like in the best way possible. Every episode being this special thing with these different studios and they all having their own vibe. And some of it, again, I know I just said it before, but some of the coolest Star Wars stuff we've ever seen. It's the stuff that you talk about when you're on the playground. They mm-hmm. did some of that. And and. Oh, yeah, man, <laughs> the fact they're getting season two makes me so happy because I didn't see this coming. Like, I I didn't know about any sort of rumor or anything like, OK, I just read it. And I was like, let's freaking go, baby, <laughs> nice. because uh, I, I loved it. And the fact that the little tidbit of they're going to continue some stories and that that is even more hype for me, because if yeah. it's the good ones or not the good ones, my favorite ones, I should say, there you go, there you go. Oh, man, Um, that is just incredibly exciting for me. I loved Visions. And I think across the board, from what I've seen, people feel the same way. Like like you said, some of them aren't their style, some of them whatever, but some of them. Wow. (laughs) Amazing Star Wars content. I can't remember the names of them, but yeah, I'm struggling to remember them off the top. That one where the one comes into the village and you got the guy and he's actually he's got a red lightsaber. And oh, the Ronin one. Oh, first one. Dude, just (laughs) come on. Come on. That's great stuff. That was incredibly well, and I see that was that one would be one that they would give a sequel to. I feel like one hundred percent, and that's where I was alluding to when I was saying that. I hope they do, yeah, because what a character, what a situation! Like they told so much in so little time. Uh, mm-hmm. So well done, man. This but, makes me want to go back and watch them again. I don't know if I've given Visions a second watch. I I have it. I I definitely need to. I will before this. Definitely. You know, another one of the episodes that really stands out to me is the one that at the end of it, you you realize that all of these people that have gathered are Sith. Oh, oh, dude. So great episode. I hope that one gets a sequel as well. So good. And even if it doesn't, that one specifically, even if it doesn't, like, oh, what what a way to end it. And talking about uh, Star Wars Celebration and the timeline stuff. And RFB says, yeah, buddy, loves Star Wars Visions. That's right. And and <laughs> again, across the board, that's kind of what I've seen is I can't believe Star Wars let this happen. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool. It is incredibly yeah. amazing. But uh, so for Celebration, they'll def- I think they'll wait. I think they will wait until Celebration because, yeah, yeah. because why not, right? It's a kind of niche product in the Visions thing. I don't know how many people it's going to pull onto Disney Plus. It's more of a 
hey, look at this cool series we're doing. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, no, I get you. I it's totally not a understand that. Hole. It's more of a look at what we're doing type deal. So I think they'll let it marinate. They probably leaked this out themselves. They sent it out. Hey, mm. hey, you can talk about it. So now everyone's going to know about it. And then, especially if it's been since December and I didn't hear about it mm-hmm. or, or September, um, I obviously it's going to take that long for these studios to do that because animation takes forever. Forever. Um, yeah. So I'm just super excited overall, man. Mm-hmm. Super excited. Yeah. No, I can't wait. Now, I have seen people online trying to say, look, this time make the second season canon. Absolutely not. Do nope, not nope. let the second season become canon because that was the best thing about the first season because there were no rules, no regulations, no strings, whatever attached, they baby. wanted to do. And that's what made it so good because yeah. you can't have all of these ridiculous lightsaber fights and anything that they really did if they were stuck to canon. Well, Lucasfilm won't let it happen. That, that is the one thing that let visions be visions mm-hmm. is there's no stipulation. Because if it was a stipulation, we'd be getting midichlorians and boring fights and these like, like I say boring, but like standard, just your standard style. Yeah. What not seen before crazy outlandish, amazing lightsabers and fights and, and cinematics that we got. So don't make it canon. No, no, yeah. no, no. Keep, Thank keep you. it going with the uh, non canon right. content. It's great. It's great. Well, listen, it sounds like here. We're excited for a second season of Visions. Uh, Can't wait to see it. You let us know what you think about getting that second season. I think it's legit. I think this is for sure going to be coming uh, soon, coming in fall of 2022. All right. Our last and final, last and final. It's one or the, or it's both. It's the same thing. I'm I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Do it. What what do you got? All right. So it's fall 2022 on Visions. Oh, I I like this conversation already. When does Bad Batch season two come out? Great question. Phenomenal question. Maybe they'll give us some clarification at <laughs> Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> they will. They will. That's where I was going with that. They're 100% going to make it a part of Celebration. Celebration this year, I think, is going to be dope. It's that is be insane. My, that's my uh, plan, my flag in the sense of this celebration's going to be nuts, man. I hope. I hope DJ was talking, I think it was last week's episode saying that, you know, Star Wars Celebration Chicago a couple years back when Rise of Skywalker was coming out, people thought like, oh, this is the best celebration of all time. Mm -hmm. Nah, Mm -hmm. I I agree with DJ. I think it's going to be this year. I mean, there's just too much content that they can talk about and share new stuff with that. I mean, we're just going to be grinning ear to ear. I agree. Weekend. Like it's going to be nuts. And I agree 100% with him in the sense of, there's just so much to pull on now where yeah. I felt like the other celebrations, it was kind of like, let's it was, enjoy Star Wars. Yeah, it was Friday. Coming. It was, yeah, it was Friday that they would give their sequel trailer for their next film. That's right. Rogue One or whatever. And then the rest of the weekend just happened. And it was just like, let's celebrate Star Wars. And that's OK. But this one, they have enough to every day drop oh, some bombs on us. Just be like, hey, boop, hey, boop, boop. <laughs> it's it's going to be awesome and i think uh, i think bad batch will be there and i know i spoke a little heavy on bad batch at points because it kind of was at some points boring but i am kind of excited for season two i won't lie to you um now have you heard about season two making a time jump no 
Yeah, there's supposed to, no. reportedly a time jump. So she's going to be older? A little bit, yeah. Good. I Which like that. More excited. I was going to say, make <laughs> her older, make her like capable. Not that she wasn't capable, but make her even more, more of a, a leader. Of yeah, yeah, more of a of a a beast that she is, man. Um, mm. So Omega, let's go. Omega. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you and break up no. your thing, but I, I thought good. I wanted to bring up the celebration. No, that's a great this. question. I mean, it was a great question as far as Bad Batch, because, again, throw another show in there as far as we're going to have to have some overlap Obi-Wan or something. And or Bad Batch, uh, Ahsoka. But, of course, Mando. Visions did drop Visions. everything at once last time. True. So that that's is true. that is something that's not holding them back necessarily. Like they that's can true. just dump it all just like they did the first time. So well, as we'll we see. see, I mean, they moved Obi Wan up, so it wouldn't. It, I don't know. I I haven't got to talk about this either. <laughs> I gave a rant last week, man. That was probably the darkest I, I ever went. Dude, I, I didn't. I didn't watch last week. I feel so bad. I I watch every week. In the one week I don't yeah. watch, but um. Yeah, I can't believe they did that. It just doesn't really make necessarily any sense. We came to the conclusion that it was Disney Plus saying, um, yeah, back off Stranger Things. Disney Plus is better than Netflix at this point. It was their version of saying, nah, we're we're the best streaming service. That's but dumb. Still, but that's still, dumb. I'm, not, I'm still not okay with them making that decision personally. No, that's hey, my hey, phrase of the day. Anyway. That's dumb. Because <laughs> yeah, I can't believe they would do that. I when I saw it on Twitter and it's you and McGregor saying this, I was just like, why? Yeah. Well, it, I got excited at first because I thought they were saying every Friday again, but nope, it, we're just gonna turn around and go back to Wednesday. What, what was what? The, no 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 what? they're going back to Friday. No, no, yeah. they're not going back to Friday. I thought the first one's on Wednesday, you and gotta, then the next, you gotta go back to listen to uh and the next <laughs> one's Friday. Last week's episode. I, dude, I'm dumb. Breaking I'm dumb. News. <laughs> no, the premiere is May 27th, which is yeah. Friday. Friday, oh, May 27th. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Two it's episodes. Flipped. Yeah. And then they're gonna go back to just turning around and dropping episode three on the next Wednesday. That's it. what it's so dumb, man. <laughs> dumb. Come on. But all right, whatever. I, we get two episodes. I know they did that to kind of make it. Ooh, dude, you get two episodes during celebration. And don't get me weekend. wrong. And don't get me wrong. I'm hype about that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hype about that for sure. But um, oh well, we just talked about this. <laughs> I, I pulled up StarWars.com. The first thing I see is uh-huh. fall in with Star Wars: The Bad Batch at Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. So there you go. Boom. Right on the money. Well, yep. well speaking of Obi Wan Kenobi. Let's get to this last and final news piece in a entertainment weekly article. The tone of Obi-Wan Kenobi has been teased, hinting at a quote, a time of darkness in the galaxy, end quote. So, of course, as we always do, I'm going to run through the big quotes. These big quotes are from Joby Harold, who is the series writer. I didn't pull necessarily quotes from Entertainment Weekly themselves, but more so the, the quotes from the talent himself. Uh, I'm going to read those as I always do, and I'm just going to give you my quick reaction to that quote, and then I'll pass it to Zach. If he wants to add anything to that quote, feel free to do so, but we'll kind of go about it that route. All right, the first big quote here. It certainly doesn't sound peachy keen, at least according to series writer Joby Harold. It takes place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith in a time of darkness in the galaxy, Harold tells uh, EW. The Empire is in the ascendancy 
and all of the horrors that come with the Empire are being made manifest throughout the galaxy, and the Jedi Order as we know them are being all but wiped out. So everything that was in the prequels has crumbled. Just to quote, this was the one thing that I had to say about this first one. The Empire being in ascendancy, for some reason, as, as soon as I saw that, I just immediately thought of the two characters of Palps and Thrawn. They're not Thrawn, sorry, not Thrawn, Tarkin. Yeah. Palps and Tarkin, because those two are so key in the growth and the start of the Empire. I mean, you see the two with Vader at the end of Revenge of the Sith. So immediately I was like, okay, I mean, if we really want to get into how does the Empire really fully get fleshed out and started, those two characters would have to show up. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to show up in Obi-Wan Kenobi, but I think the possibility is there. Any thoughts on just that idea or just that first main quote from you, Zach? Um, I love it. I love it. Set the scene, baby. Yeah, set the scene because... The reason I say I love it is that was my favorite part of Bad Batch. Yeah, it was. I remember that. Yeah, it was my favorite part in showing what this means for the galaxy and what mm -hmm. they're doing and how the roots are just infecting the world. And it would make complete sense that 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, these I mean, this this we'll call them company. This company has just invaded everywhere now, and I'm sure they're pretty stable at this point. And I'm excited to see what people think of them. Like, are we still going to get more like Nazi type stuff where people are cheering and loving them? Or are we going to get more rebel type feel? Like, what are, we, what are we going to get? Like, are we going to get some supporters of the Empire? Like, yeah, let's Woo. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of hope not because it would make sense to where we are. But we'll get some of that maybe overall. Very excited to hear the ascendancy of the empire. What a yeah. very interesting word. I agree with you there. We, I think we got to see Palpatine, right? Some form of like hologram, him commu communicating with Vader would be great. That's, that would all, be, I that's, all, that's I all I need. That's right. That's all I need because that would make sense. It's not like we're pushing him in there because it's we not need forced. to push him. Yeah. That's right. I mean, he was no in the freaking intended. Bad Batch. He's got to be in Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? Yeah, I mean, it. yeah, it, it would certainly make sense. And we, I don't need him flipping around and shooting lightning. I just need him to say some words and yeah. I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Some form of like him just reporting to Vader about yeah. how maybe Kenobi's still out there or something. Yeah, I, something. Him. That's what there, I need. There's an easy kill way to, him. to get That's him what connected I need. into it. <laughs> I need a quick kill him from... <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah, it would. <laughs> All right, next quote. Those surviving Jedi, those that do survive, are on the run, explains Harold, and they're in hiding, and Vader and his Inquisitors are chasing them to the end of the galaxy. So my big takeaway with this is that we will see, in my opinion, this is not... This is not fact. This is just speculation on my part. We will see some like comic book connected Jedi, like Jedi that we know in the comics that aren't really connected to a show or a movie or potentially just new Jedi created simply to be killed off in this show to show the Inquisitors are really just Jedi killers. So they're just going to create either a new Jedi for that or just tie in some crazy comic book connection with some Jedi that we've seen only in the comics. That that was my thought when I saw that as far as the Inquisitors chasing them to the end of the galaxy. Uh, yeah, 100 um, percent. I think you'll get some no namers, maybe some Jedi because we got to see these fools, you know, dropping them. Right. Mm -hmm. We got to we got to set 
Sorry about that, listeners. We got to set the scene on how legit these Inquisitors are, because if you haven't played Jedi Fallen Order, you say the word Inquisitor. I don't know how familiar you may be with it. Is it in other stuff? Rebels. Okay. The okay. Series. Good. Yeah. good. 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 So, as you guys know, I've never watched Rebels. Get off my back. Or Clone right. Wars. Or Clone Wars. Roast right. him. No, don't get off his back. Get off Roast my back. Because I have told him over and over again, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you have. You and DJ both. And that's fair. I will do it someday. Someday. But sure. Sure. <laughs> I tried watching Clone Wars. I got so bored for the first Man, you got to push through. Man. You got to push through. <laughs> I was just like, God, I can't. But we'll get there. We'll get there. But yes, the Inquisitors are fascinating to me. And the fact they're in this, man, it gets me so pumped because Jedi Fallen Order, amazing. And the Inquisitors are integral part of that story. So the fact they're going to be an integral part of this story makes me so happy, especially if they're hunting down freaking Obi-Wan Kenobi. Are you kidding me? Because we know how it ends. So Mm -hmm. what happens, right? Like what? And he talks about, um, you know, the faith that defines a Jedi and surviving Jedi, I agree with you. We're going to see more of them. He's going to connect up with some because he's got to have hope. They even yeah. say it, the last hope or whatever. Yeah. Um, so Yeah, and, and that kind of gets into this, this next quote as far as it says, within that hopeless, fatalistic world. Interesting word there. Fatalistic world. Never even heard that word. <laughs> we find possibly the most famous of all our surviving Jedi in hiding, struggling with that faith that defines the Jedi and wanting to hold on to it and hoping to regain that faith, just like you were talking about there, Zach, within yeah. that sort of hopeless world. Now, of course, me, speculation and just wanting to see this, the question I threw in the notes and I just answered it myself was, how will he regain this faith? The answer is Qui-Gon Jinn. Qui-Gon Jinn is going to communicate with our boy, and he's going to be like, yep, let's go. I'm in this. There you go. There's the series. That's how we started. Let's go. 100%. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that sentence, that quote, literally confirms it to me. That Ooh, okay. Confident wanting, Let's go. Wanting to hold on to and hoping to regain that faith within the sort of hopeless world how other way is he going to regain the faith, right? Mm. He's going to see Yoda. Well, no, he ain't going to see Yoda yet. Not going to see Yoda yet. Sorry. He's, go- he's not going to see Yoda. He's going to see Qui-Gon Jinn because what other hope does he have? Like, he's got Luke, but mm. his buddy got wrecked. He wrecked him. His, yeah. <laughs> his pupil. And what else does he have? He has to protect Luke. Like, that's boring. And you got now you got these inquisitors coming down slaying Jedi. And guess what, buddy? You got the biggest target on your freaking back because I assume at some point they find out yeah. that he's alive. Because mm-hmm. I don't, it's not confirmed in any moment in Star Wars that he made it out alive, is there? Maybe. Did, like, like, like the, the Empire, do they know he is alive that he made it out of Order 66? Oh, the, the Kenobi. Ooh. Because I don't I know. Want- I don't I don't think so. I don't know why they would. I don't think that they are fully in the know. I mean, there's speculation, of course, but I don't think that they know that he is. Well, well no, they're no, going to no, no. know because they got to know he's alive because of the because how Darth Anakin Vader. That's right. Because Darth Vader is going to be like that dude's still alive. <laughs> yeah, he he shredded me. OK, <laughs> yeah. uh, I got to go Hurt do some training <laughs> and cut all my arm and cut everything off. 
And uh, no, that's a good point. Because I was thinking in my head, I'm like, do they ever even know? But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they, they just don't know. know where he went. I don't know how they wouldn't know. I mean, come and on. And from the trailer, I got that they aren't looking for him. Not necessarily. No, like they're going to be looking for someone else. He's like, oh, S-H-I-T. This ain't good. Um, yeah, this ain't good. <laughs> Sorry. So um, we'll see. We'll see what they do. But the, these quotes just get me more excited. Uh, everything they're doing for this Obi-Wan stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you're right. The teasers, the, the teaser that we got, images, quotes, mm-hmm. everything. It all sounds good. All right, next one. Within that environment and that galaxy, his faith is tested, and he goes on a journey that allows him to travel from that character that we saw in the last of the prequels where McGregor really felt like he was embodying Obi-Wan Kenobi to a pretty extraordinary degree, and it ends with him as the more finished article that Sir Alec Guinness gave to the world in A New Hope. So that really made me believe that they could have taken this series to the doorstep of a new hope if they really wanted to. But Kathleen Kennedy, I know recently was saying like they they still haven't closed the door on potentially doing season two. So that maybe doesn't make that as likely, but that's what I always thought. Like they could do like a flash forward at the end of this Kenobi series and show like old, old hermit Ben Kenobi on Tatooine. And, and that way it's just a perfect segue into a new hope. But this idea of maybe there could be a season two kind of derails that a little bit, but Hey, what, any thoughts on that before we get to the next one? Where I sit on that is at this moment. Um, I hope they keep it one season. Mm. I kind of I kind of like the book of Boba Fett in the sense of I kind of want a bow on it. I mm. want him to come back for one season, keep it special, especially if it's amazing as we hope it's, it's going to be. Just just don't don't get greedy with it. Right now, if, if they say we're doing season two, I will be the first one to watch it. But mm. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like currently, I kind of just want the season one like I want it to be finite i want them to have their back against the wall and how are they going to write the story that's what i want yeah and, no, i agree um, and the I'm, fact that he specifically calls out alec guinness mm-hmm. it made me think about why or, or where obi-wan was at this moment because i always just assumed you know the obi-wan we get in revenge of the sith yes he becomes alec guinness but i didn't realize how different the vibes would be in those two characters in that, in those moments, because the, the Alec Guinness we see, he's very stoic, right? Uh, obviously he's different actors, but right, right, he's right. very stoic. He's very wise. He's very, Hey Luke, it's all good, man. We're going to figure this out. Here's what we're going to do. Right. And I think the Obi-Wan that we get at the end of the revenge of the Sith is scattered, not confident, upset, you know, disappointed, lost. So the fact that he literally bridges the gap in this one quote, and I know I'm getting into the weeds, but there's a reason he says these things. Mm -hmm. It's because that I think that is their goal of this, right? Is to get Obi-Wan, this hermit guy who's lost everything into a, I know what I have to do. I just don't know how I, how I need to do it. Right. All right, Kylo. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> Kylo. Shout out Kylo, man. Man, great character. So great good. character. No, I think you're 100 on the money. And I mean, there are there are a few more great quotes on that Entertainment Weekly article that 
you know, I, we're kind of running out of time here as far as touching it on, but really we've kind of covered necessarily yeah. the big things from that. Uh, I mean, great potential character study that we have the opportunity to potentially see in this Obi-Wan Kenobi series. The, the things he's trying to get over, uh, his connections to, you know, characters that we've seen before, like we mentioned earlier, Qui-Gon Jinn. Just, Anakin. That's, that's going to be the great one. That's going to be the phenomenal one. So go check out that Entertainment Weekly yeah. article if you haven't done so already. Like I said, there's some more great quotes in there that uh, we'll we'll talk about. Me, we'll talk about it at another time for sure. Uh, when whenever we get some we'll more Obi Wan Kenobi yeah, yeah. content, they're going to um, start pumping it. So yeah, there'll be enough to talk about. Yeah, they are. And, and maybe maybe we'll get something before celebration for that because I mean celebration is when it'll be coming out. So yeah, maybe yeah, we will. maybe they'll actually give us a May the Fourth treat with we the will. next trailer of kenobi but we'll see 100 percent. all right 100%. let's get to the last thing here zach's here so we got to get some video game content from him as far as the star wars world goes uh, we'll end the show with this the question that i posed to zach in our text whenever we were saying okay let's do this thing let's get you back on was this what does lucasfilm games need to deliver at star wars celebration anaheim 2022 uh, obviously they're gonna have some form of announcement regarding jedi fallen order 2 but specifically what i wanted to hear was what type of announcement or content do we need as general star wars fans like myself versus the more like hardcore gamer like zach so i'll just go ahead and answer as far as myself star wars only necessarily like i just need story aspects from fallen order 2 i just kind of want to see a story trailer like i don't have to see gameplay necessarily i don't necessarily need like release dates just i would be thrilled with concept art and a some form of a story trailer just mm -hmm. so they can start sharing okay what is the next adventure in this little mini franchise that we have at this point kind of established. That's my take. What about your gamer? Like, what do you need as a gamer from Jedi Fallen Order to at Celebration? So um, I definitely need story trailer. Definitely. But where I lean on it, I say that as long as there's new things in the game in terms of force powers or what the story lends itself to show me gameplay okay um yeah. that's where i lean and because we know we know what you can do in the game so as long as they have new stuff to show us and that's not spoilery show me gameplay and tell the story there does that make sense? Like, yeah, here's where we are. Here's what we're doing. Here's what we're looking for. Whatever the game game story is, tell it to me in like a eight minute gameplay or a six minute gameplay. Oh, that be because cool. <laughs> that celebration is going to go hype. It's going to get the crazy and then drop the release date at the end. Mm. Right now, release dates, everybody very fluid <laughs> i know it's very in the video game world, right? Dude, it's, <laughs> you don't hold your breath on release dates, but I think they've been cooking this one for a while. Like, mm -hmm. I think I think it's almost ready. I got to say, like, based on things I read and whatnot, they've been itching to re to to drop information about Fallen Order. Like, they officially yeah. announced it, but nothing, right? Mm -hmm. And that's weird to me. Mm -hmm. So either it's going to be, like, no release date and it's in the far, far future mm -hmm. or holiday 22 or something. 
that'd be great. That'd be, that'd be a great time. What a way, you know, to uh, spend Christmas break, just playing the heck out of yeah. Fallen Order 2. That'd be great. That'd be I, phenomenal. I, um, I, I don't know if they'll do that. I'd mm-hmm. say my, my confidence level on that is like a six. Okay. On them to do that. But yeah. um, why wouldn't you, right? Mm-hmm. I've got a real, if I had to put money on it right now, it may be like a December 23 thing. Ooh. Um, okay. like, like a next year thing. Yeah. But I, who knows? Like, like I said, they've been sitting on it for a while. I know they've been wanting to talk about it. And so I want to see gameplay. I want a release date. And if it's if they say, hey, December 22, boom, get it for Christmas, that would be insane. And yeah. oh, by the way, Mando season three, <laughs> December 12th or whatever it is. Like, yeah, that would be incredible. So we'll see. I, I um, I'm more excited. I got to be honest. I'm more excited about the future of Star Wars. And I, we have it in our notes. I'll talk about it here. Do All it. of these games that they have announced. So if you don't know the history, they there was Lucasfilm Arts, right? And they made all the games that you know and love, that you remember. And then EA came along and kind of put a bad taste in people's mouths. Sure. Right? To say it lightly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a reason that they now have a Lucasfilm games. So Lucasfilm said, all right, we got to get smart about this again. We need a captain of the ship. We're going to have Lucasfilm games. And guess what? We're going to let licenses fly. Okay, we're going to let them fly. So now we've got Old Republic remake. We've got Eclipse, which is far, far, far in the future. But it's incredible video. Um, We've got that. We've got the respawn games that they haven't even told us about. We've Mm -hmm. got another unannounced game from Ubisoft, which Mm -hmm. is. I mean, the, the the amount of Star Wars content in video game land we're going to be getting in the next like five years, because again, video games take forever to make, mm-hmm. is so exciting to me. So I think Celebration, I think they should focus on it a little bit. They're, they really should focus on Fallen Order 2, like the mm-hmm. thing at hand, right? But give us some more tidbits. Give us games you're working on. If you don't know the history of the VR Star Wars games, they are incredible okay like the i have the oculus vr headset the star wars games are amazing like you play as you fight with a lightsaber and use the force in vr and they have like a vader scene the vader stuff in there is incredible and (laughs) Uh, they have like a jedi training area where you go up against all the robots and the stormtroopers and stuff it's fascinating and it's very good. So I hope they drop a new VR game on us. That's what I really hope. Because when you're holding the lightsaber, it's what I always wanted. You get a lightsaber, you, you're using the force, you get lightning in the game. Oh my God, it's so good. It's so good. So very excited. I think Fallen Order is going to kill it in terms of quality, in terms of hype, because yeah. Fallen Order 1 was amazing and it was, oh, it was way yeah. better than I thought it was going to be. It was incredible. I mean, uh, the following that it's gotten to it, that that game gained a lot of traction more than I thought it was going to. Uh, so I, I was, agree. Can't wait. Can't well, wait because for a the battlefront stuff just kind of pissed people off. So the fact we got this game, it kind of is like the uh, Obi Wan trailer talking about, where it kind of unified everybody. Yeah, everyone yeah. was so surprised at how well Fallen Order was. 
with the mechanics and the four stuff and the lightsaber fights and then the customizing of your own lightsaber, which felt so, so good. cool. So good. <laughs> I think this, I think they really have a lot of potential with Fallen Order 2 to even dig deeper into that customization, the stuff we like the most, the force mm -hmm. powers. The the story was cool, but I don't remember the story as much as I remember the gameplay. Yeah. With, yeah. With Fallen Order. So maybe they'll change it with Fallen Order 2, but super excited. But yeah. the other game, uh -huh. Star Wars Lego, Lego Skywalker Saga. Yeah, give me a out of time. Yeah, I'll give, give a your, quick review. Just quick little review. That's how we'll wrap up the show. Because <laughs> you, you have a Nintendo, I still haven't been able to play it. If you I have a Nintendo Switch, it. buy it if you like Ooh. Star Wars. Buy it on the Switch, I'll say. I bought it on uh, PlayStation, and it is awesome. I've never really been a Lego guy. But the love and care they show for Star Wars is so good. Mm. And don't get me wrong, okay? It's a Lego game. It's not, oh my, it's not Elden Ring or any of these other <laughs> yeah, games that people sure. are talking about. <laughs> but it, if you like Star Wars, you are going to love these games because mm. the humor is there. They make fun of Star Wars sometimes. They have all the moments that you love, and they even Legoize some of them. I, I've only gotten through, I haven't completed the entire game, but I've played through all the different uh, trilogies. Oh, nice. At least a little bit. And man, it's so good. It's so good. And it's mm -hmm. way bigger than I expected. Like you get to go to the all these different planets and it's free roam. Like you get to go to these places in the, in the little area and talk yeah, to yeah. people and change That's characters exciting. on the fly. And man, it's, um, I can't believe how dense the game is i was not expecting that whatsoever and i'm so glad they they you know took their time and and pushed the release date because they you can <laughs> see how much time and amount of content they have in that game specifically for star wars so good i love it i highly recommend it if you like star wars yeah i'll highly plan on getting it definitely for the summer months it's going to yeah. be my summer go-to i said it last week i'm just gonna when i wake up in the morning if i don't have anything playing that day i'm just gonna turn it on and see it's how long the, I that's go. why do you have a switch no i don't i don't okay well that's why i said it's perfect for the switch i wish i'd got it on switch mm -hmm. it would be the perfect game to just lay in bed and play on my switch Ooh, or yeah. lay it on the sounds couch like it it sounds and, like because it. You know the stories, you know what they're going to do, but playing the characters and playing through these, through these iconic moments, it's just fun. It's just really fun. And they, like I said, it's a kid's game. So they Legoize it and they make it funny and goofy and yeah. it's not serious whatsoever. It's really good. It's really well, good. that is promising. And uh, I really, really can't wait to finally get it. I know you and DJ both have been able to play it, so I'm chomping at the bit. But, of course, like like I've uh, alluded to, Disney kind of hurt the pocket a little bit. So we're going to have to wait a minute for, for that uh, Lego game. But we'll get there eventually. But thank you so much, everybody, that decided to listen to us this week. We appreciate it. DJ, uh, we'll see if he's back next week. He's got some things that he's having to get through. But regardless, um, Mando Talk, you know, we're always here to cover all things Star Wars. And we've heavily alluded to Star Wars Celebration. You best believe that Mando Talk's got some special Star Wars Celebration coverage brewing. So I'll, I'll share some more announcements about that at a later date. But of course, Zach. Thank you again so much for being here. Uh, any final thoughts to our lovely audience? Uh, thank you all so much for having me. I love talking Star Wars with you guys. I love just talking to Keller. I love hanging out with him. Yeah. Um, so 
just being here, talking games, talking Obi-Wan. It's just so much fun. And I uh, look forward to the next time I get to do it. Absolutely. The next time that we do it, we've got to finally get it done where me, you and DJ are all yeah. three together. Yeah, we got to do that. That would be something special, something special. But all right, until next time, as always, you can get Mando Talk on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Mando Talk on every single one of those platforms. If you want to have more one-on-one discussion, join our Discord. That link is in the description. And as always, you know how we do it. We have spoken.